At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we are going to talk with Dave Badeau. Dave is the Executive Director of Community Action. Dave, welcome back to Community Focus. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It seems like we were just on the other day. <laughs> you must have passed the test then. <laughs> Well, Dave, uh, no secret, this is truly uh, an unusual year in so many respects. And here we are uh, approaching the 4th of July, Brainerd known as the 4th of July capital. But uh, obviously, things will be different this year. Uh, take us back through the process uh, and, and, and what's come about uh, since your discussion started. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when all this started, you know, back in February and March, uh, our board started meeting weekly, and we just started addressing as much as we could and trying to figure out what are the things we can do, what are the things we, we need to be concerned about, um, and then watching the dates, obviously, like everybody. Um, and knowing that we had two big events, our Arts in the Park event and the 4th of July, um, obviously we had to make sure that we were creating uh, a plan that was going to keep people as safe as possible, and also knowing that there was probably going to have to be some cancellations and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And sadly, like everybody else, that it, it's just been a summer of pivoting, you know, uh, uh, trying to figure out what you can do and trying not to focus on what we can't. And so because of that, uh, we obviously had to cancel our parade. We had to cancel uh, our entertainment. But we decided that we really wanted to continue to have the fireworks. So that is something that we are striving to have, and we're uh, trying to create a the safest way of doing that as possible. Um, but in the meantime, we've kind of come up with some fun ideas of, of looking at, you know, what is it that we can do? Let's, let's not worry about what we can't do because there's no control in that, in, right. in that this year. Yep. Um, and what we came up with was this notion that, uh, you know, this year with, with COVID, the, the one positive maybe people can take from it is that it's kind of bringing people closer together. Mm -hmm. It's definitely bringing uh, families a little closer together. And we thought, well, Let's, let's look at what the 4th of July is really about. And we came down to three things. It's about food, it's about family, and it's about fun. Mm -hmm. And so we started a, camp a campaign called It's the Little Things. And it's just all about trying to find things you can do with your family or things you can do with, in small groups. Um, we've got a lot of little kids' crafts, a lot of ideas that you can do for um, snacks and 4th of July, like t festive type stuff. Cool. And then some uh, craft stuff from the home as well. And mm -hmm. so online right now on our... Uh, social media we've got uh, a bunch of different tutorials a bunch of different photos all this fun stuff to try and keep the the festive spirit up even though we can't gather in groups very interesting i like yeah. it yeah <laughs> now you mentioned it's on your social media is there a link to that right on your website would that be easiest just to send them there well we can 
definitely get a link on there. <laughs> I should have put a link on there, but you know what? There will be a link on there this afternoon. <laughs> okay. And uh, so families can access that, get some great ideas for, like you say, just some good old-fashioned family fun on the 4th of July. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's a bunch of just little stuff, crafts for the kids, um, you know, like snacks, like we said. But the one thing we also did was we, we've been partnering with different businesses in town and kind of asking them, hey, is there something you might have that people could enjoy as well? And so uh, we've actually had a lot of fun with a couple different places that have kits that you can buy. Um, you can go down to Naughty Pine Bakery, and they've got a um, sugar cookie kit that you can buy all the stuff to make little Fourth of July uh, sugar cookies. Uh, Minnesota Makerspace has these really cool wood structure kits that you can uh, paint, and then it's got one's a gnome, one's a flag. They're fantastic. Um, and we've, a bunch of little stuff like that. That what are activities we can do in small groups? Excellent. I'm yeah. looking at the page right now as we speak. There are some really fun and easy yeah. ideas. I'm all about the easy here, yeah, Dave. Well, Look. <laughs> so what we tried cool. to do too was we we scoured the internet, found all the stuff we could find, and then how do we break it down to the simplest way possible? We want people to just be able to look at it and figure out how to do it. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. So uh, just go to Facebook and look up uh, Brainerd Community Action. Would that be the easiest advice we can give? Absolutely. And if anybody is interested in, in posting their own stuff, we're just asking people to use the hashtag Brainerd Little Things or the hashtag Brainerd Fourth of July, okay. and that'll take you right to everything. Awesome. This is cute. Parents, yeah. get on. Get on and look at this. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I mean, yeah. I understand we can't, we can't have everything be the same as it has always been, but we can at least find little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Dave, you mentioned the parade is obviously canceled. The entertainment is canceled. Uh, how about Arts in the Park? What's the story there? So Arts in the Park, we postponed back to October 10th. That's our new date, um, and we're holding fast on that. Um, we are just trying to pivot as much as possible, and what we did was we, co- we partnered with uh, Community Ed and the Center, and we're going to have three arts uh, events on the same day. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's typically the day that the school district does it, and we asked them, we thought, well, why don't we partner together so that people can kind of go around from all three and try to get as much foot traffic in town as possible. Um, and we're, ho- we're hoping that that'll work. Um, you know, obviously, when you move things to October in Minnesota, there's <laughs> question about weather, but we found a day that we think is traditionally fairly uh, mild, and uh, hopefully, yeah, we're, we're, we'll throw some pumpkins out, and we'll, we'll make it a little bit more uh, harvesty. That's a neat idea. Yeah. Okay, so October 10th for Arts in the Park. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're, if you're an artist, you can uh, contact us here at Brainerd Community Action, and uh, we can get you signed up for that. Excellent. All right, then we come to the fireworks, yes. which you are still going to do, but what do our uh, residents and listeners need to know about the fireworks this yeah. year? So this, this is the big one because... We felt really strongly that we wanted to make sure we were still having fireworks. I think in terms of the 4th of July, that's the, that's the big one. That's the thing that really says, um, you know, we're celebrating our nation's birth, and we wanted to make sure we were putting that on. At the same time, obviously because of limitations on gatherings um, and also the construction that's going on at the school district, we don't have the availability for people to be on the bowl this year um, or that lower high school site. So we need to make sure that people are aware that we're shooting the fireworks off from a slightly different location. Um, however, you know, obviously the nature of them being up in the sky, uh, I think once they get up there, most people won't even notice the difference. So if you're looking for an area to view them from, what we're, what we're saying is, you know, if you've traditionally seen them 
or watch them from somewhere other than that high school bowl, you'll still be able to see them just fine this year. However, people will not be allowed onto um, that school district property for safety concerns. Of course, and the yep. construction and all that stuff that's going on over there, it's just not, it's well, and, not and the that's, time. Exactly. That's that's a big part of it. Is It's not just the gathering sizes. It, right now, that's an active construction site, and I don't think people realize that that's not a place to have families uh, right no. now. You know, we need to respect that. We need to make sure that, um, you know, we're giving the, the school district their space so they can continue on with that project. Um, but then also, you know, right now, the the limitations are still there, and we have to respect that as well. Okay. All right. Um, I guess I don't know where they're going to be fired off from, but uh, would would you say that they should be able to be seen from most of the city of Brainerd? From from most of it, yeah. And I, I think people that are, are have traditionally watched them in Brainerd, you get a pretty good feel for whereabouts you can see them from. Um, the other thing is we're not shooting off any of the low ones this year. We're going to shoot everything up as high as we possibly can oh, cool. to allow people to you know distance as, as best they can. And the other part of it, too, is you know, we, we want people to understand that, you know, it, it might not be the, the greatest fireworks show we've ever had, um, and there may be some limitations in, in how we're viewing it, but at least we're still doing it. I think that's the big thing is we want to make sure that we continued forward with that, and like everything else in 2020, it's just going to have to be a little different. Yep, and that's understandable. I think yeah. people are, hopefully people will be really cool about it and, and just be grateful that we can do something. I, th- I think so. I, I, I tend to think that the community comes together in situations like this, and mm-hmm. we're hopeful that uh, they can understand that we want to celebrate and we want to have this type of yep. um, you know, firework display and, and that celebration, but we have to be able to do it with the limitations that we're given. Get yeah. creative, my friends. Get that's creative. Right. <laughs> yeah. And really, uh, the other top, priority there is safety yeah i mean 100%. we've not only the construction but let's face it with the pandemic we know what happened in so many states that yep. didn't bother to social distance so we need to continue to do that we do need to continue to do that and and it's a it's a real scenario that uh you know we're, we're not going to know the full stretch of it until you know we look back later on years years later mm-hmm. and uh right now the safest thing to do is is to have that distancing and and you know, like I said, maybe it isn't the, the perfect angle to see them from, and maybe it isn't uh, exactly what we're used to, but I don't, I don't think anything in 2020 is what we're used to. No. <laughs> True statement. No. No. Yeah, that is fact. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dave, anything else that we should know uh, about the 4th of July? Now, um, we're all hoping, of course, that, uh, again, next year we can get back to some uh, bit of normalcy. And uh, I think it's always good to point out to people that, fireworks and these events don't just materialize out of thin air do they no they don't that's a, that was a big part of our of our celebration this year is uh you know we spend months many many months preparing for this and and fundraising for it um and a lot of people don't realize that uh, a lot of the money for events like this comes from charitable gambling and comes from the small service groups in town and they're hurting just as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we felt it was inappropriate to be going around and asking for money um, at a time like that, and that definitely helped shape what we what we were able to do. We do yeah. want to thank the city of Brainerd, the city of Baxter, and Visit Brainerd uh, for being our fireworks sponsors this year. Um, and, that you know, that's, we were able to secure funding for that and, and move forward, and then we'll start, a, we'll start to work on next year. 
Yeah. Very good. And I think that's good to point out because, uh, like you say, uh, well, I, I think anybody who knows anything about fireworks, uh, they're rather expensive. If you want the quality show that Brainerd has always have, they are Absolutely. expensive. And, uh, you know, entertainment and everything else we do, it all takes money. So it's good Definitely to point does. out that uh, we may not have those dollars this year, but think about next year. Yep. Uh, we'll fire off a big firework in the shape of a vaccine of some kind, and, <laughs> and we'll all celebrate, right? Absolutely. If it was only that easy, we, we'd be shooting fireworks off every day. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> all right. Awesome, Dave. Dave, anything else that our listeners, residents of Brainerd, should know about the uh, celebration this year? You know, just, again, it, it, like we said, it, this year it's about food, family, and fun, and it's about the little things, and get out there and, and barbecue and enjoy, you know, life with your family and, uh, you know, celebrate the nation's birth and celebrate what it is to be a part of this community and a part of this nation. But uh, at the same time, understand that, you know, we'll be moving forward and, and trying to get back to more traditional things in the future. Very good. Awesome, Dave. Thank you for taking time to visit with us again today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Good luck with everything. You too. Thanks. All right. And we'll also remind people to uh, check out the uh, Facebook page for uh, Brainerd uh, Community Action because you'll find all those wonderful things that are the little things, if you will. All I need to know is i got to go get some popsicle sticks on my way home from work today (laughs) after looking at that website. So many ideas for popsicle sticks. There will be a shortage of popsicle sticks. (laughs) Or we just got to eat more popsicles. (laughs) Neither one is a bad idea. Mm -mm, mm -mm. All right. Again, Dave, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Dave Badeau is the executive director of Brainerd Community Action. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. That is brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can always listen to through our free downloadable app. That is powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.